of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Hello and welcome to episode 73. I am Mosh and I have done it. I have finally beaten Final Fantasy VII Remake. It took over a month to do it. Only because I was editing the playthrough videos in between the play sessions. If I was just straight up playing the game, I would have had it done in a few days. But the files take up space and I had to edit them so that I could delete them afterwards. Because when it was all said and done, it was about a terabyte worth of stuff. So that's always fun to manage. I started editing the day the game came out, so April 10th. And then I finished editing the last episode on May 23rd. So it took a month and a half to finish everything. I don't want to say too much right now because Booty God and I are probably going to do a spoiler talk and just talk about everything. So I kind of want to leave stuff for that. But I will say I thoroughly enjoyed the game. It met my expectations. It surpassed my expectations, I should say. And part two of the remake is my most anticipated game of all time. Like, I seriously cannot wait for this game. I know we're still a few years away. I'm thinking a couple. I think it'll come out in 2022. Some people think it's not coming out until like 2025. I don't think that's true. Because for this first game, they had to build everything up from scratch. With the second game, they don't. You have the character models already made. You have the animations done. You have the combat system in place. You have the voice actors in place. You have other assets already made. Crates, vehicles, rocks. All that kind of stuff's already done. They already know where they're going with the story. They're not sitting there scratching their heads like, what do we need to do? So I don't think it will take nearly as long as people think it's going to. I think 2022 will be part two. I really hope we get like a performance boost when the PS5 comes out. They release a patch for this game so we can see what it's like supposed to look like. Some of the textures, again, they don't load in and it just looks kind of weird. Like the characters look really good and the monsters and all the enemies and all that. But like doors and the ground definitely suffer. They used every thing they possibly could to get this game to run on a ps4 or on modern day consoles we'll see what it looks like on xbox in a year when it comes out so getting a little uh, performance boost on ps5 or next gen consoles would be nice and i can't wait to see what part two looks like because this one was made on unreal engine 4 and epic just announced unreal engine 5 and I'm sure developers have had access to that for a little while now. So I'm going to assume part 2 will be made with Unreal Engine 5. So the way that's going to look and then on next gen consoles. Like oh my god. I just can't wait for some certain events to happen. And then you got like the, when the weapons are going to come. Oh my god. The, the like, diamond weapon. Okay. <laughs> I can't say too much because spoilers. But whew, there's some great parts coming eventually. <laughs> but yeah we'll definitely save most of it for the spoiler doc. There is something that was brought to my attention that I did not notice during my first playthrough and that changed everything. It changed my view on what was happening. So basically, I don't think this is really spoilers. The Sephiroth in this game is from the future and he knows about the events of the original Final Fantasy VII. He knows what took place. And so what he's doing in this game is he's trying to change that so those things don't happen. Now the whispers, or the little ghost thingies that fly around, 
are there to make sure the events of the original game still happen. I did not realize this. I thought they were enemies, but the whispers are neither good or bad. They're neutral. They're just there to like balance everything out. And I didn't know that was Sephiroth from the future, but now I do. And there are ways to prove it, but again, spoilers. Gotta keep that on the hush-hush for now, but I was thinking back to it, and it was like, yeah, that's exactly what the Whispers are doing. They're trying to make sure everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. Because the first time you see Sephiroth, he, like, leads you down this dark alleyway off your path. And after that happens is when you meet Aerith. So he was trying to distract Cloud so that he wouldn't meet her. And if Cloud never meets Aerith, you don't have a game. But when you do meet Aerith, the whispers are surrounding her, keeping her in place so that the two of them do meet. When you're playing the game, you think the whispers are bad because they're harassing Aerith at the beginning and then other things happen. It's like they're blocking your path while other things are happening. It's like, why are you stopping me from progressing? So you think they're bad the whole time, but again, they're not really that bad. And there's one point where there's an explosion and the squad should have been fried but the whispers protected them and barrett says oh so they're on our side now and red responds saying they're not here to defend us they're here to preserve the flow of destiny and that's the line that seals the deal so now that i know all of this thinking back to the events that took place in this game it all makes sense and there are more things that make sense but again spoilers if we do a spoiler talk talk about it during that and the spoiler talk will probably be all of final fantasy 7 not just this game because it's really hard to talk about certain things and not mention others and by the time this episode goes up on youtube all of the episodes of the playthrough will be up on my channel so check it out and if people's theories about what's going to happen in the future parts are true this is going to be incredible like square enix they know what they're doing they're setting things up in a certain way. There's so many references and callbacks. They know. And I really think they're going to pull it off. And we're basically getting two games at the same time. Because you have future Sephiroth who's manipulating everything in the game. And everyone even playing the game. To this like new version. And then you have the Whispers giving you the original version. It's great. I don't like talking during cutscenes because I don't want to ruin anything, so you didn't really hear reactions from me while I was playing the game, but my reactions were physical in my facial expressions. I think I had my mouth open the whole time, and that one part where Sephiroth cuts the walkway and Cloud jumps after him, I had the fattest grin on my face right there. So maybe during the next playthrough I'll have a face cam. Never done a playthrough with a face cam before, so that will be a first. But trust me, I was reacting to things. If it wasn't verbally, it was either on my face or on the inside. I beat this game on the 18th, and I think about it every single day, multiple times per day. I can't get it off of my mind, which just makes the wait for part two that much more painful. That fail in the last episode, though, oh boy. That was on brand. That was very on brand for me. To say something like that and then for it to just crumble within seconds. <laughs> As is tradition. You know, I could have cut that whole thing out, but I left it in. Anyway, let's move on. 
Something I want to bring up real quickly because it's probably going to get announced pretty soon. That is the brand new Call of Duty game. We are nearing the end of May here and that's usually when it's announced. And yeah. So I'm just bringing up the name. The rumor flying around right now is that it will be called Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. What? What a stupid name. Why do you have to add Cold War to the end of it? Yo, what's your favorite Call of Duty? Aw oh, man, you know Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, dude. What's the abbreviation for it? C-O-D-B-O-C-W? Codbocaw? Codbocaw. I hope that's not the real name. But it should be revealed pretty soon. I mean, I don't really know. I saw people saying that you might see some changes in Warzone. And that's how they're going to kind of tease it, but... I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, but guess what, I do know, actually I don't, cause it's still rumors, speculation, PS5 game reveals, coming at you soon, apparently, according to rumors, June 4th is the day, the 4th of June is just a date that is being thrown around by some people who may or may not have ties to the inside, but realistically are saying between the beginning of June and right before the middle of June. That's like the time frame. Basically when E3 would be taking place is when this should take place. And there are also talks about new Crash Bandicoot game and brand new Resident Evil. Resident Evil 8 could already be announced in the coming days. And this PS5 game reveal isn't just from a random person. Sony themselves said it, but they will be revealed soon. Can't think of a better source than Sony themselves. So from like June 1st to June 15th-ish between there, that's where this could take place. Honestly, you know what? Between now and November, how about that? Let's broaden the time frame. That way no one's disappointed. Between now and November, you'll get something. PS5 games, launch titles, they're just gonna hit you with everything. I believe one game is pretty much already confirmed. I don't want to say what it is in case people don't know about it. I don't want to spoil that surprise for them, but I will say it's a racing game and it's coming out this year. So one would have to assume it is a PS5 launch title, and one would also have to assume that it will be revealed at the event, if there really is an event on June 4th. But what other games could be revealed? I think Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is a pretty good bet. It's too early for God of War, it's too early for Spider-Man. Resistance Remastered, probably. I'm thinking that's... Um, you should probably just lock that in. We can manifest it right now. Resistance Remaster is coming. I did another manifestation the other day. The other night, I was thinking about Devil Driver. I was like, man, I haven't heard from Devil Driver in a while. The very next day, they released a new song. Tell me I don't have powers. And if this event does happen and Resistance Remaster does get revealed, don't ever question my manifestation skills ever again. This will be the true test. So we have that one racing game, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, Resistance. Why not throw Twisted Metal in there? You yeah, know, it's been a while, and they're making a TV show out of it. You better have a game to back it up, right? Mm. Let's bring back SOCOM while we're at it. 
or Killzone. I heard a weird thing. I don't know if I believe it or where people even got this information from. But I heard someone say that SOCOM was coming back and that Gorilla was going to make it. Which made no sense to me because they already have Killzone and Horizon. Like why? If they're going to make a shooter, why not make Killzone? Why would you give them SOCOM? I don't believe that one bit. If this event actually is real, maybe we will see the new Call of Duty there. I think a new Ratchet and Clank could get shown. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, the big one I'm forgetting. Huh, what a goofball. Bluepoint's new game. Hello? The game everyone's been speculating about for however long now. You better believe that thing's getting shown. Is it Demon Souls? Is it The Legend of Dragoon? Is it something entirely different? Watch an event not even happen. There's always a little skepticism because, you know, everyone was saying, oh, the PS5 is going to get revealed in February, and here we are, you know, about to hit June. <laughs> so, like, it's hard not to get excited, but also don't get excited in case it doesn't happen. I mean, it's eventually going to happen. They have to reveal their games at some point, but it might not be June 4th. Oh my god, and then the Currents album drops on June 5th? Well, it'll actually be that night because of time zones. PS5 games in the day and then the new Currents album that same night oh my god june 4th playstation please what a great day that would be and june 4th is on a thursday and playstation does things on thursday maybe some silent hill there's been a lot of silent hill ps5 buzz going around recently mm -hmm. what about a uh, sequel to the order 1886 you know that game had potential but a lot of people said it was too short so maybe ready at dawn will give their next game a little love i have no idea what they're even working on right now it is ready at dawn right that's who made it i think it is pretty sure it is what about knack 3 hmm mm-hmm knack 3 and those are all series and franchises that exist they could announce completely new things that we've never seen before but of course i don't know what those things are so again hopefully this event is real hopefully it does happen on june 4th if the rumors are to be true and it should be a pretty exciting day or it could be really boring if it doesn't happen but the new Currents album still comes out so it'll be exciting regardless for me just a benefit of having good taste in music that's all moving on we have take two interactive you know take two they own 2k nba 2k they own rockstar games well their president had some stuff to say Take-Two Interactive President Carl Slotoff said during the company's earnings call Wednesday that the publishing label will produce 93 new titles by March 2025, and half of them will be original properties. I'm going to say that again. 93 new titles in the next five years. He also said that 63 of the total 93 titles will be core gaming experiences for experienced players while 17 are mid-core or arcade-style experiences, and 13 are casual experiences. 47 of these 93 titles are from existing franchises, and 46 are from new intellectual properties. 46 are brand spanking new. Okay. Okay, Carl. We'll see uh, in the next five years. Take-Two Interactive Chief Executive Strauss Zelnick didn't confirm during the call if any of these new titles will include the much-anticipated Grand Theft Auto 6 release, but did clarify the release slate will include content from Rockstar Games. Now the key word there is content. 
We didn't say a new game from Rockstar, just new content. That could mean new GTA Online stuff. It could mean new Red Dead Online stuff. I would have to assume we're getting at least one new Rockstar game in the next five years, though. Because Red Dead Redemption 2 was 2018. I think they can release a game in seven years. But that's probably all we'll get is just one Rockstar game in the next five years. Oh boy. They, uh, they sure do take their sweet time. I think that just goes to show how big their games are. Because it takes them forever to release a game, but then you hear people complaining about the crunch at Rockstar. So if they're putting in all these extra hours and it still takes them years and years to release a game? Jesus. There's a lot that goes into it. They also said that both of Rockstar's games were the top performers in terms of earnings. Grand Theft Auto V has shipped 130 million copies. Red Dead Redemption 2, 31 million. And then of course you have the online portion of those games which bring in the money. So yeah, 93 games in the next 5 years. Good luck with that. Next up we have the Days of Play event for PlayStation which happens every year. That is their 2 week sale. This year it will be from June 3rd to the 17th. June 3rd, the day before June 4th. Certain games go on sale for really good prices. This is where you get 12 months of PlayStation Plus for cheaper. It's 30% off this year, which I think 30% of $60 is $40. I'm not good at math, but I, th I think that's what it is. <laughs> this is the time of the year where you get it for $40. Days of Play event and Black Friday later in the year. So if you never want to pay the full price for one full year of PlayStation Plus, you buy it right now or you buy it during Black Friday. So you always pay 40 and not 60. It doesn't show every game on sale, but it shows a few. Neo 2, MLB The Show, Hunting Grounds, Death Stranding, Dreams, Days Gone, Astro Bot, best VR game of all time, Last of Us Remastered. Oh, and would you look at that? Horizon Zero Dawn. Hmm. So if this starts on June 3rd, and there's an event on June 4th, and Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is announced, and people are like, wow, this is a really cool game. I need to check out the first one. And then they go in the PlayStation Store, and it's like, oh, the first one just so happens to be on sale. I don't think this is only in the PlayStation Store, though. I think you can actually go to stores, like retail stores, and get the same deals. Looks like Spider-Man will be on sale. God of War will be on sale. I feel like Sony should pay me for all the advertising I do for them for free, but, you know, whatever. Next up, it's that time of the month. Time for the best-selling games of the previous month. This time for April 2020. Number 20, Dragon Ball Z Carrot. And I know I'm mispronouncing that word. I'm doing it on purpose. When this was announced at E3 or whenever it was last year, I said I was always going to pronounce that as Carrot. So, I know. Number 19, Need for Speed Heat. 18, Persona 5 Royal. 17, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. 16, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. 15, Hunting Grounds. 14, Borderlands 3. Number 13, Mortal Kombat 11. Number 12, FIFA 20. Number 11, Just Dance 2020. Whoa. Just Dance getting a boost. Last month it was at 17, it jumps up to 11. Everybody's staying at home, picking up Just Dance, gonna get some exercise in, okay. Number 10, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number 9, Madden NFL 20. Number 8, MLB The Show 20. 7, 
Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. Number 6, Resident Evil 3. Number 5, Grand Theft Auto 5. 4, NBA 2K20. 3, Animal Crossing New Horizons. It was number 1 last month, and now it's dropped down to 3. Number 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I'm pretty sure this is the first time since Modern Warfare came out that it has not been number one in back-to-back -back months. And that is because the number one best-selling game of April 2020 is Final Fantasy VII Remake. That was me clapping, just to clarify that it wasn't something else. Bravo, Square Enix. Phenomenal game. Phenomenal remake. Phenomenal potential. Phenomenal series. The best Final Fantasy game of all time. Alright, let's move on over to music. So, the Make Them Suffer album has officially been delayed to July 24th, which I talked about like three weeks ago. It only took them three weeks to make it official. That's the label's fault, not the band's fault. Nothing against the band at all. I just don't know why it took them that long to announce it. Whatever. Anyway, that means that we're not getting the Make Them Suffer current battle on June 5th. I will not get my American Metalcore versus Australian Metalcore. But that's okay, because both of them released new songs this week. So I can have a mini battle. Make Them Suffer releasing a new song called Soul Decay. Very good. Like it a lot. Some people not into it because it's generic. Or it's following a formula. Yeah, uh, all songs kind of follow a formula, because if they didn't, it, they would sound a little weird. Did they follow a very popular formula? Yes. Is there a reason why that formula is popular? Yes, because it works. But whatever, people can think whatever they want. If they don't like the song, that's on them. I like it, so go me. And then Currents released a new song called Monsters. Also very good. Make Them Suffers released three songs, they're three for three. Currents have released four songs, they're four for four. These albums are shaping up real nice. And since I can't do an album battle between the two, I'll do the song battle. And I'll say between these two songs, I think I like current song a little bit better. Although Make Them Suffer retweeted me, so maybe they should get some extra points for that. I also tweeted at Airbud, you know, Airbud the dog in the movie that plays basketball and they sent me back a gif that was pretty cool you know if you don't know air bud then i don't even know what to tell you it's only the 1997 classic film about a boy and his dog playing b-ball together you know classic film you really gotta check it out i like when i send out random tweets because they're just so unexpected <laughs> no one expected me to shout out air bud that day but i did i'll put links to both songs in the description so you have to check them out it's a requirement that you have to do that. And then check out Airbud. Okay. Actually, I think the... Well, the dog's definitely not alive anymore. The movie came out in 97. The dog wasn't born in 97 and it's 2020. So, Airbud is no longer with us. I believe I heard he died, like, a year after the movie came out. So, that was his last, like, gift to the world. So, I'm just going to take a moment. A moment of silence for Airbud. Thank you. Okay, moving on to the weekly pick of the week. So, back to music. It is Gojira. 
with a live performance from Red Rocks, which I believe is in Colorado. Pretty sure. It's a pretty cool venue. This isn't filmed by some fan on their cell phone. It's professionally recorded. And it's just Gojira doing Gojira things, which is what they do. They're good at it. They're very talented musicians. Hopefully they have an album coming out this year. But with the way the world is, it might get pushed back. I don't know for sure. We'll see. But whenever the album does come out, it'll probably destroy the planet. So I look forward to that. I don't think Gojira has ever had a bad performance. I don't think you could find a single clip on YouTube of them having a bad performance. Like they're just that good. Now onto the weird story of the week. An enterprising five-year-old boy who was pulled over while driving his mom's car in Utah told the trooper he was on his way to California to buy a Lamborghini. The unnamed Utah Highway Patrol officer told a news conference that he initiated a traffic stop on what he thought might be a drunk driver or someone experiencing a medical emergency on the southbound 15 freeway north of Salt Lake City. I hit my siren and the car did immediately pull over. I approached the vehicle and I was expecting to find somebody who needed an ambulance or paramedics, he said. And it was pretty clear when the window came down that it was just a young, very underage driver. The boy was perched on the edge of the driver's seat so that he could reach the pedals. Okay, how tall are kids these days? Like he's five years old and he can see over the steering wheel? There's no way I could see over the steering wheel when I was five years old. Kids these days juicing at early ages or something. Through tears, the five-year-old explained that he had taken the family SUV after his mother refused to buy him a Lamborghini. He said he was intending to drive to his sister's home in California before finding a dealer and offering up his life savings. <laughs> a whole $3 for an Italian sports car. Supercar, sorry, I don't know how to read. The current list price for the cheapest Lamborghini is more than $200,000. The boy's parents were called to the scene where they took custody of their son as well as the car. He was just going to his sister's house in California like he knew where that was. Like, what's going on here? Are you really, is he human? Is he an android? Might be a robot. Anyway, that is going to do it for me this week. So thank you for listening. I will have links in the description to the music and the weekly pick, of course, like I do every single week. Links to my Twitter, my Twitch, and Discord server also in the description if you want to check them out. I can finally go back to streaming normally now that my playthrough of Final Fantasy VII is over. I can play other games again. I was actually playing Halo 2 because they added it to the Master Chief Collection on PC. And it's phenomenal. Good times. Classic. Just like Air Bud. And next up will be Halo 3, which is good times. I'm going to have to do some late night streams. Because Halo at night time. I mean, that's just like the old days right there. Anyway, whatever. Links in the description to stuff. Stay safe. I'll talk to you guys next week. Later.